Welcome to our latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I am your hostess, the one and only, and you know, the crazy, the incorrigible, the goofy, the vigilant, <laughs> Master John! <laughs> I was about to say, why I always, always have to be the crazy, and then you came up with all that other bullshit. <laughs> nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Now that we got that out of the way. Holy oh, shit. don't act like you don't like it. Incorrigible? Why not? It's true. It's true. It's true. You know, you're vigilant. <laughs> persistent. I am persistent. <laughs> You're going to pay attention to me or I'm going to get on your damn nerves making you pay attention to me. Exactly. All you right. cry like a real baby. I do. Yeah. Mm. I need attention. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so. And if you don't give it to me, I'll take you down the dungeon and beat you till you do. Wow. I'm in charge. You do what I say. That went south real quick. Uh, that's... So we're talking about that's tonight, right? That's where you go. That, yes. They think that's what people think BDSM is, and it's not. Yes. Well, maybe. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're finishing up where we left off, right? We are. We are. Okay. So tonight, we are on self.com. We are on their topic of sex and love and nine things everyone gets wrong about BDSM. Christian Grey should not be your only source for this. What? Mm -hmm. I learned everything I needed to know in kindergarten and from Christian Grey. <laughs> <laughs> we need to give credit to um, Azara Barnes. Yep. Uh, she wrote this November 11th of 2016. Smart lady. Smart lady. I'm digging it. And she did her research and um, she talked to a PhD, Dr. Jones, about you know, the studies of BDSM and people, and it's been pretty enlightening. And we left off on number six. Number so, six? John? What? Mm-hmm. Why? Okay. Go for it. I'm doing it. I'm going to shoot my shot. All right. <laughs> now, when he shoots his shot... <laughs> it goes I've through heard, the roof. I've heard it's a big load. <laughs> big letdown <laughs> I was expecting more I don't know what to tell you <laughs> let me spit on you tua, tua, tua. <laughs> actually it's kind of a big deal when I shoot my load because if I did you were good and you did something right alright <laughs> oh, God bless takes a lot <laughs> alright All right. number six John Stop thinking about your load. <laughs> I was just thinking, I just made that sound like a challenge, and I'm going to get a bunch of people trying to, no, I'm, no. <laughs> no, you're good, aren't you? I'm good. All right. All right. Myth number six. The dominant person is always in charge. Ooh. Yeah. That's completely accurate. <laughs> Not. <laughs> gonna say it says myth john <laughs> listen before we even read this because i haven't read any of this i'm gonna i have to explain that i figured this out pretty early on into my bdsm journey i was uh at a house party and i just had an epiphany in front of everybody and it was it was great and it was very enlightening but you know i had been exploring bdsm was i a sub was i a dom i don't know i don't even know what those things really mean yet 
but I discovered that it, it's not the Dom that's in charge, it's the sub that's in charge. The Dom plays the part and role plays that role, but the sub is the one that says, this is what I want. The sub's the one that has the safe word that says when to stop. The sub is the one that presents the fantasy for the Dom to fulfill. So yes, the Dom's in charge, but only because the sub is letting them be in charge, if that makes sense. So a lot of this power dynamic really does go both ways. You're just looking at me like, shut the fuck up, you're so full of shit. <laughs> it's you know, true. Well, you're, you're a Dom and you're in charge, but yeah, let's see what they say. When it comes to dominance and submission, there are plenty of terms people use to describe themselves and their partners. Top, bottom, dom, sub, master, slave are a few popular ones. These identities are fluid. Some people are switches, so they alternate between being submissive and dominant depending on the situation. Contrary to popular opinion, the dominant person doesn't really run the show. In a healthy scene, the submissive person is always the one in control because they have the safe word. A safe word is an agreed-upon term either person can say if they need to put on the brakes. Okay, I'm glad she said that because when I, even when I said the sub is the one with the safe word, I knew I was wrong when I said that. So I'm glad she said that. You have a safe word, the sub is the one that determines what that safe word is, but the dom can also safe word. The dom can say, I'm not comfortable with this, we're stopping the scene. The dom can say red or grapefruit or whatever this, the scene is, you don't have to continue just because you're the dog. <clears throat> because the submissive is under someone else's control, they're more likely to need or use it. Whenever the safe word is given, the scene stops, no questions asked. Okay. So. When you're in the dungeon, you have a lot of people that you've never met before or they come in and they come for one session and you never see them again or how important have the safe words been for those interactions well it's funny that you ask that question because I always tell people that I've met for the very first time you know we go over everything from their medications to you know their health their physical health their mental health all these at uh, you know all of these um, parts of their life themselves, that kind of thing. And, you know, I have always given the, the choice with them. I'll say, you know, we can choose that you can go ahead and use a safe word that you feel comfortable with because they'll ask me, <clears throat> are you going to give me a safe word? And I'll say, no, you go ahead and choose a safe word. I said, you know, some people in the lifestyle, they'll go red, yellow, green. I said, but once you say yellow, I'm going to stop regardless. Um, I said, but I also tell them, you know, what we're doing is almost like a practice. You know, mm -hmm. that first time around, it's just a practice. You know, we only know them so much. They only know us so much. And that... It's like a sampler platter. It is. Yeah. You know, and it's just, just a little sample to kind of, you know, give them an introduction to things. And so when we started off, you know, we start a simple scene then it goes to, you know, I'll tell them, you know, we're going to do the scene. However, at any point you tell me you feel uncomfortable, we're going to stop. 
You know, you don't have to come up with a safe word. Just say, hey, mistress, I'm not feeling it. You know, hey, mistress, I don't like this. Or, hey, oh, I forgot to tell you this. We didn't talk about this. But, you know, we try to cover all these limits and boundaries. You know, biggest thing I really ask a lot of people, you know, do you have a bad back? Do you have bad knees? You know, have you had, you know, these issues in the past? Anything like that. But, you know, overall, I've really never had anybody that has been like, you know. Right. And you've done this long enough that you know, even without the safe word, when they've reached their limit. Yeah, because, you know, we don't do anything so extreme, you know, right. especially the first time around. Now, you know, there's been people that we've seen for years, you know, and they always come back and they'll have a specific safe word, but I've never really gotten to the point where people are going to use their safe word. You know, it's usually you're looking at them, you're lo reading their body language, you're, you're knowing these things about them as a person, you know, because I talk to them you know, after the sessions and, you know, before they ever come to visit me and, you know, periodically we'll maintain conversations and that kind of thing. But, yeah. Yeah. So my current submissive partner, we negotiated for months. Yeah, you said before we it's ever six played. months. Six months. And we've played and, you know, we've, we've gone in and we continue to negotiate, but we've just started to barely scratch the surface. Like you said, you don't go in real deep the first time or the second time or no. the tenth time no you, you really you don't. get to know each other you get to know the unspoken the nonverbal cues you, you pay attention to their body and you should be able to to know where they're at without them telling you you should be able to pay attention enough to what's happening and be in enough control to know now have I gotten people to yellow yeah, they wanted to push limits. They wanted to try some things. We, I talked about it before we did it. I said, okay, this is going to be really intense. I need you. I need you to be with me and tell me when it gets to be too much. And, you know, I do a lot of electrical play. And that gets really intense really quickly. And I've had people go yellow and even red within the first couple of seconds. And we stop. You know, we tried it. We didn't like it. We stopped. We'll try again later. We'll try something different. They do like aspects of it, but some of it can get really intense. You know, you wrap some chains around somebody and electrify them and it shocks the whole body at once. They don't like that so much. <laughs> you, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because, you know, when we had those, those birthday people, our birthday friends oh, come in God. that one night. Yeah. You know, they immediately, because people are in the lifestyle with us, they're at the, this little gathering we had in the dungeon that evening. We, they all come over after dinner and there was two of our good friends who, it was their birthday. So, you know, my idea is something like we did for John's birthday. You know, we, we do, you know, little simple things like, hey, where can you pin these little clothes pins? I did not like John? that game, by the way. No, but, but you know, <laughs> you, it was simple. You thought it was funny. <laughs> it was funny. It was simple. It wasn't intense, right? It hurt. It hurt, <laughs> but it wasn't like, oh my God, you know. <laughs> John's a big baby, but, <laughs> you know, when we had this last gathering, immediately people just go in, they go heavy. Right, they don't even warm up. They don't warm up. I mean, because these are people that are strong players in the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they value their whips and their paddles, and they want to use them. And, you know, like, I've had the same flogger. I've used the same flogger, you know, 
my favorite flogger and I use it all the time and I've used it for 10 years it hasn't fallen apart and it's because I don't beat the shit out of people <laughs> you know and you don't I've, break it on them no and you know I've had other people and they've used my beautiful paddles that my good friend Woody Paddles has made but I they have split these paddles and broke them point of it is <laughs> when I'm doing an impact play scene I don't get crazy and I don't I don't beat the crap out of people you know so you know they don't really have to call their safe word with me <laughs> <laughs> not for uh, impact play anyway but no yeah no now when I'm doing breath play that's a different story. Yeah, they can't really say anything. They then. can't say anything. They can raise a little finger, you know. They can pass out. <laughs> they can. No. But, no, but you read the signs. You know you what you're do. doing. Yeah, you do. You do. You have to. You, and that's why you said you negotiate, you talk to these people. And when you don't know a person that well, you don't do anything extreme. Right. That's the thing. So. Okay. Anyway, we've talked. We talked. We've talked that, that well. Yeah. Number seven. Your turn. <laughs> the myth. Here we go. You need a Christian Grey esque red room to participate in BDSM. So. Yes. 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 You need a dungeon. You need a dungeon, right? No. Showers are nice. <laughs> you can They're do always a lot nice. of things in the bedroom. You know that was probably you know, behind one of a the... tree in the park is a good spot. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good spot, too. Um, you can choose a tree in my backyard. It's pretty isolated. But uh, <laughs> you know what was really funny is that that part of the, the original Fifty Shades of Grey, that first part of the movie, you know, he's like, you can't go back once you've been in this room. And, you know, it's like for us in BDSM, that red room was like, holy shit. Right. That's the room we want to have when we're fucking millionaires. If you were a millionaire, it would be great. It would be great. Like you have these beautiful cabinetries, and he has the, you know, all these drawers, and I'm thinking, ooh, I want to display all my shit, but he's like, oh no, here's my collar drawers, and <laughs> here's my, here's Must my be nice. drawers, yes, <laughs> and we're like, oh, because <laughs> that's something with It's cups. a movie. It's a movie, yes. That's not real. No, it's not, but everybody would love that, so... <laughs> it says Christian should have saved his money. Sure, you can buy BDSM supplies like furry blindfolds. No, you don't. Furry, furry blindfolds? No, we, that's no. what it says, but we do no, not. No. no. Um, handcuffs, whips, paddles, floggers, and rope. But there's a lot you can do with just your own body, Jones explains. You can use your fingers to tickle. You can use your nails, of course. Mm -hmm. um, you can use your hands to spank. You know? I like to use my teeth. And it says... <laughs> oh, yes, we know this. <laughs> it says... <laughs> you can also use things around the house, like scarves, neck ties, stockings for tying each other up, wooden spoons for spanking, and so on. Plus, since your mind is the ultimate playground, you may need... You may not need any other toys at all. Well, that's true. You know, we've, we've talked about, you know, using different things around the house, pervertibles as uh, Leather Rebel would call them, you know. But, um, you know, it goes back, I, I was thinking Christian Gray's cuffs, everybody needs a good pair of cuffs, and, you know, our cuffs wear out very, very quickly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's the thing, you don't need a red room. And, you know, what I've told some couples, you know, that I've met in the lifestyle, hey, you want to do something really fun? 
go use your fucking garage. Like take your cars out of the garage. You know, you've got plenty of places in there to do suspension chains. The kids are gone for the weekend. Take your wife or your husband, whatever your sub, whoever's the sub that, that day, take them out in the garage and fucking chain them up to the ceiling <laughs> and do kinky shit to them. You don't need a red room for that. No, and it's not so much about what toys you're using. And it even says here, your mind is the ultimate playground. Oh, it is. The mind fuck is what people want. Absolutely. They, Imagine blindfolding your partner and taking yeah. him to the garage. And they have no idea what's about to happen. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, to me, that's crazy intense. You just, you take control. It's not about the rope or the chain or the cuffs. It's about taking control. You know, and you can do that anywhere. So you, you just gotta know how to how to do it. But a dark, cold room. A dark, cold room just adds more to scare it. Scare the shit out of them. Yes. I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't buy what I told you I wanted from the grocery store. <laughs> Listen, I've held I've held women by their wrists and held them down, and they can't move, mm. and had some amazing scenes just by holding somebody down. I bet. Yeah. And then you gag them with your dick and call it a night. I do a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've grabbed women around their wrists so hard that it left bruises on their wrists. Woo! Yeah. And they loved it. They're like, holy shit. Because they knew they weren't getting away. <laughs> I just grab on and pull them closer and fuck them harder. I mean, we, yeah. It's not all about sex, right? No, no, but I, I'm But it is about, there's, <laughs> it's not all about sex, but there is sex involved. That's another myth that we've had in our local community. Oh, yeah. Is that BDSM is not sex. Yeah. And that's not true either. No. So. No. Everybody has a debate. You know, it's like, oh, gosh, everyone, I heard that thing today. Instead of everyone has an asshole, it's like <laughs> opinions are like noses. Everybody wants to pick them. <laughs> I like picking my nose. <laughs> Flicking boogers on people. Now look. Uh, that's BDSM. Now, now look. No, it's not. <laughs> you spit on people. We can flick boogers on them. <laughs> Two seconds ago, you had women lining up if they were to listen to this podcast. The moment you said you pick your own nose, they're like, uh -uh, wrong. No. <laughs> Fuck Master no, John. Nobody was lining up for Master John. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> Number eight, John. All right. Mm -hmm. If your partner is into BDSM, that's the only kind of sex you can have now. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. It's fun sex. But, you know, some good old passionate Romantic sex, that's good, too. Read what Dr. Jones has to say. I don't want to. <laughs> I can't read. I just make this shit up. <laughs> when you're new to BDSM, but your partner isn't, you might feel like you need to just dive in. But you don't have to rush. People who are into BDSM can also like non-kinky sex. It can, be, it can take time to work up to trying BDSM together. And much like your weekly meals, BDM is better when planned. BDM. BDSM. <laughs> Don't forget that S, motherfucker. S. <laughs> S is for sex. <laughs> We're just going to make up our own. Yes, we are. <laughs> Body demolishing sexual machine. machine. Yes. <laughs> Fuck the 
shit out of you. He's gonna like it. <laughs> God. Uh, okay. okay. All right. BDSM should never be done spontaneously. Well, that's what the that's, doctor says. That's pretty accurate. You, yeah, it is. You need to know what you're doing. You don't just say, okay, I'm gonna choke you tonight, and then you end up with a dead partner. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Unless you like necrophilia. That was Jesus. another episode. We already talked about that. All right. You know, it's funny you say that. Because <laughs> I always joke with my partner. You know, I always say <laughs> to my little sub boy. This might be your last night on earth. Well, you know, I've said that too. But, you know, I've always said that in years to come, I'm going to be like 80. And I'll be doing a breath play scene with him. And then have to explain, explain to the police why he's dead. <laughs> Because <laughs> you fell asleep. <laughs> I'm old. I fell asleep and I forgot to take the. <laughs> yeah, I forgot to take off the hose and undo the hose for his breath mask. <laughs> <laughs> I bet that doesn't scare him at all. No, no, not at all. Okay. All right. Unless you've been with your partner for a long time and you two are absolutely sure you're on the same page, it's always best to. To discuss exactly what each want and don't want to happen, both before the scene happens and as it actually plays out. Yes, negotiation is key. You can't just go in and say, I'm going to do this. You both have to be willing, you both have to agree, and you have to know what the limits are. And you have to pay attention, we said this before, you have to pay attention during the scene <clears throat> to make sure that both people are still comfortable with what is happening. Because if you're not having fun, why are you doing it? You know? Very true. All right. I'm glad I got that one right. Number nine. <laughs> Look, I know things. <laughs> John is special. <laughs> so special. <laughs> so special. All right. Number nine. The myth. BDSM is dangerous. Okay, well, technically, it kind of is. So <laughs> it kind of is, We yes. have to disagree with that statement. Well... Sorry, Dr. Jones. It goes both ways. <laughs> it is inherently dangerous. That's kind of the appeal to it. But you do it in a safe way. Or as safely as possible. You know, I go outside and I start swinging fire around my body and flinging it at people and breathing fire. That's probably not very safe. I do it as safely as possible... I have fire extinguishers, but I could still die. <laughs> so many things can go wrong. So many things can go wrong. You know, That's why we broke off the whole area and say, stand back and watch. Enjoy the show. Do not come over here. You know, breath play, not safe. <laughs> fire, not safe. Electrical play, not, not safe. safe. <laughs> like, there's I'm so a dangerous many dude. <laughs> there's so many things can go wrong. You know, uh, bondage suspension, eh, that could fail. I mean, <laughs> we've seen people fall, land <laughs> on their head. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things that can go wrong. So, a number of things people do have some danger. Like, oh, you know, when you go boxing. Yeah, right. <laughs> skydiving and bungee jumping are all legal, but it's about to try. <laughs> but it's about trying to be as safe as possible while understanding that there's some inherent risk. So it's up to each person to set parameters that allow everyone involved to enjoy what's going on without overstepping boundaries. You know, we all know the boundaries. You know, when we're playing with our partner and what they want to do, regardless. But it still says that. You know, it's anything you do beyond 
you know, just traditional sex, obviously, can be dangerous. You know? So, to go back to their example, bungee jumping. Yeah. You have to measure the rope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's your limit. <laughs> if you make the rope too long, <laughs> you, you need to know what the limit dive. is. And when you cross that limit, you die. <laughs> don't know the limits and play safe so you don't die also it doesn't become abuse yeah now and again it says in a closing of this if you're if you're interested in trying BDSM you don't feel overwhelmed don't feel overwhelmed you can take baby steps and a lot of a lot of BDSM isn't dangerous oh absolutely you know we have age players oh yeah that want to they want to be littles. Yes. They don't. They don't want to be hit with a whip. They want to be treated as a little child, and you know that's what turns them on. Sure. They want to suck on a binky and put on a diaper. Sure. Some people want to be pets, and they want to crawl around on the all fours and eat out of a, a doggy cat bowl. bowl. Doggy yeah. bowl. Yeah. So there's so many different aspects of BDSM that aren't dangerous. Yes. It's all about that power and that control. Yeah. Certain role plays. There's there's yeah. so many things that aren't. Yeah, doctor but, and nurse role play, dress up in a maid out maid's outfit. Just like anything, the the more intense, the further it goes, the more the risk. And then this talks about some social media sites that you can go on to. Fet Life is one that we use regularly. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, Kink Academy is fun. They have a podcast, a website. There's a lot of different places that you can go to learn about BDSM. And you know what? You should always do as much research as possible anytime you do anything new. You wouldn't drive a car without somebody showing you how and understanding where the gas pedal is and where the brake is and how to put the gas in and where the turn signal is. You learn how to operate the vehicle before you actually get in and drive the car. You get a new job and they teach you how to do the job. If you're going to get into BDSM, do some research read a book, go to a website, watch some videos, do something just to understand what it is and what you're getting yourself into. So true. We've learned Listen so much. Listen to this podcast. Yes. <laughs> we try to educate, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's not all comedy. No, not all. <laughs> we tell about our life lessons and the things that we learn. and Our life lessons don't be like us. <laughs> <laughs> or do because we we have awesome lives <laughs> so on that note oh, is, it, is it time to go I think it's time to go isn't it it yes. is and you know what yes. we talked about it so now that you know what's real and what's a myth go out there have fun and make all your sexual fantasies become reality